from Los Angeles, California. This is the Rider Strike Chronicles podcast, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Monday, January 14th, 2008, day 71 of the Rider Strike. In today's episode, we talk to Norma Safford Vela at the picket line in front of NBC Studios. But before we begin, I just want to check in and see what you guys think of my guest host, Bill Funt. He was featured in yesterday's podcast with Matt Harowitz, and he'll also be with us today as well. I also mentioned that the next two episodes, Bill will be the guest interviewer for the podcast. But it's up to you whether Bill gets to stay or if Bill's gotta go. Cast your vote at our new website, strikechronicles.com, or call and leave a message that will be used in the next episodes at the Strike Chronicles hotline at 310-439-8754. Voting ends Thursday, 17th of January, 2008 at 10 a.m. Okay, so before we begin this interview, Bill asked me what I was hoping to get out of the recordings that day. And I said I was looking for a woman. And ladies, if you're out there listening and you see me on the lines, please help a sister out and step up to the mic. Anyway, so Bill went into the line and brought forth his friend, Norma Safford-Bella. I was so taken with her from the moment she began speaking because she so clearly grokks the significance of the internet heralding the death of the gatekeeper, especially within the context of new media. It's like futurist Marshall McLuhan put it, quote, We are about to see an age where the environment itself is arranged as a teaching machine. The author is going to be engaged in programming the teaching machine, unquote. Vela seems to support the notion that artists should go to the control tower, not the ivory tower. It seems to me that it will be people like Vela that will lead the way. Okay, let's roll sound. The scene where... You saw that movie, right? I hope to God I did. I don't remember, though. That was uh, Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. Well, this is... Oh, the mic is on for this? Yeah, but I'll, I'll start oh. cutting when we get oh, started. Okay. okay. But it's always good uh. to start into this stuff. All right. Just to run in. Except now I don't remember what I was saying. You so, were making anyway, a point. Uh, of me? A point that is probably no longer necessary. About talking to someone About you know and being relaxed and therefore know. being more effective yeah, because that's you it. were comfortable with that person that's already. That's it. So. Except... Uh, now I don't remember. So anyway, okay. Um, talking with uh, Norma Safford Vela. That's impressive. You I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, well, I That's don't know if you good. use all three. Yes, I per, do. Okay. Absolutely okay. do. For okay. my dad. For your dad. Aww. That's yeah. nice. Who passed away December third? I'm sorry. He did. Oh. Yeah. Now wait a minute. This. Um, this is January 10th. No, but there was a different... Was a it your stepdad? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, no, oh. I have I have four parents. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how many now? Uh, well, one just won't die soon enough. Um, but this, so my mom is still alive. Yes. And my evil stepmother. Woo! I had one, too. Yeah. Well, oh, she's still around, actually. Uh, yeah, so is mine. My evil stepmother's still alive. Fucking bitch. Anyway, yeah. go on. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, so... Norma, um, before we talk about the strike, tell us a bit about your career, you know, what got you in the guild and, and uh, you know, what work of yours we may or may not know and, you know, oh, take us, get us up to date. Okay, this is the thing that writers always hate more than anything is talking about themselves. 
And I know you happen to hate it more than they do. Most so people, yeah. That's, of course, why I asked you. Okay. Okay. Well, I can give credit to other people, and then that'll make me happy. I started working as a writer's assistant on St. Elsewhere, mm-hmm. working for Bruce Paltrow, Tom Fontana, John Macius, Mark Tinker. Um, who I am, uh, I, I just was blessed to work with those people. Tom Fontana taught me about writing. I went to the official Tom Fontana School of Writing, and Bruce Paltrow taught me everything else that I could get from him. He was an amazing man and gave so many people, especially women and minorities, opportunities to write, produce, direct, and act. Um, and you can look at the... Uh, you know, all of the people associated with St. Elsewhere and see megastars at every level today, thanks mm-hmm. to Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then I was also able to go from there with Tom Fontana's help. He not only gave me a personal loan, he gave me his personal recommendation to every showrunner that he knew. And uh, so I was able to work on uh, Spencer for Hire. I was able to work on Slap Maxwell's story because of friendships developed on St. Elsewhere. I went on to write for Roseanne, Designing Women. I created and co-created several shows, uh, co-created with Danny Jacobson, um, who's best known for Mad About You. Just have, have managed to work in uh, comedy, drama, hour, half hour, network, cable, syndicated, children's, action adventure, you name it. I got to do it for 25 years. And, and counting. And counting, yes, that's right. Because I'm, I'm still trying to work and I'm still working. Mm-hmm. What got you into the guild? Um, it was a, a an episode of St. Elsewhere. It was an episode of St. Elsewhere. Yeah, I was okay. a secretary at the time, and Bruce allowed me to bring my infant to work with me. Aww. I got my son slept in in uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's crib in my office with her, or uh, no? Well, she was ten at the time, oh, so. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, my, yeah, that uh, would have been quite the. Would have been kind May, of December problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bruce brought in his own porta crib, and I was, uh, and they actually fought it at MTM. They fought allowing me to do it. You know, making all kinds of insurance regulation really? excuses. And Bruce said, "Screw that. She needs to come to work. I need her here. She has a baby. Bring the damn baby." Why? Awesome. So, who was against it? Was Grant Tanker against it? Grant was long gone he at was that long point. Long yeah, long that long. was. It was. You know, it was. It was talking heads basically okay, exactly, who were against yes. it but Bruce won and Mark, they didn't even Mark know what Tinker they were also. against they just yeah. were against it yeah but right. Mark Tinker totally supported it and you know for several years my son was up and down the halls of St. Elsewhere and upstairs was Hill Street Blues wow. and uh, so you know he knows all those people it's kind of fun that's and they, beautiful yeah it is and, uh, and I imagine that he's much the better for it. I think he is. I think he is. He had a couple of traumatic experiences where they took off his diapers and sent him down the hall naked. But, you know, that was just in good fun. It's <laughs> card for life. <laughs> exactly. That's why he works with horses now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that. But, um, but first I want to ask you, you I, I mean, going by the career you just summed up, you have been through other strikes before, haven't you? Yes. How does this one compare with other... First of all, how many others have you been through? I'm trying to remember. Uh, um, I know that I was... Uh, there was a strike in 80-something, 80 80. but there was one before that, oh. I think, mm-hmm. because my yeah, son was right. born in 83, yep. and wow. I know that... It, yeah, right around then there yeah, was. Yeah, because I was on St. Elsewhere. I wasn't in the union yet, and... So I remember going through it as as uh, below the line, mm-hmm. and it was hard. So wh- however many number of strikes we've had since then, I've been through. Okay. And so how does this one compare to the others? I mean, does this make you, are you, uh, you know, more 
can you go through it more easily thinking, ah, I've been through this before, or is it more like, oh, boy, another one? I don't actually I... think in either of those terms. I'm just as pissed off as I was in, in you know, 1971 at the Vietnam War. Oh, I am as angry and disgusted as I was then. So you're just in the moment whenever yeah. any anything like this comes up. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm sort of like Joe, you know, wherever there's somebody getting screwed, uh, okay. I'm pissed off. Well, so what exactly, I mean, what for you is pissing you off primarily about this, um, it's, in a nutshell? Well, what's pissing me off is that the producers are continuing to bald-faced lie to the American people and to the writers and to all the other unions, mm-hmm. and that their goal is truly to break the back of the Writers Guild and hopefully break the back of all the other unions and that Americans are buying into it, that Americans don't understand and don't get, because I went through this in the grocery workers' strike, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, people saying, how dare they? What is, it, what is with those greedy bastards that they think they deserve health insurance? And I was like, um, don't you think you deserve health insurance? And if they're having to fight for it, shouldn't you support that fight so that you'll be entitled to it too yeah. mm-hmm. instead of the other way around? And aren't you on the side of the individual and the worker as opposed to big corporate business entities that are multinational that don't give a shit about Americans? So for you, this is no different than, than any other line of work or any other corporation that you're Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What are some other... I mean, you mentioned the grocery workers' strike. Is there any other thing like that that you... Uh were involved with that uh, that gave you a broader perspective about all of this? Well, like the air traffic controllers, you know, like the head of a union who goes in and busts a union. That's kind of disgusting, and that's why Ronald Reagan will always be despicable in my heart, because he was the president of a union. Yes. He knows better. And, you know, president of, of a country that is, has a government that's supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people, unless big business comes in and takes over. And what's happened is in, in America today, corporations have become an entity, and therefore they are individuals. Yep. And, and they've got too much sway. That's right. I know that the, uh, the rule basically is pencils down, but are you in any way able to keep creative during all this? Is this giving you any material, so to speak, that you're shelving for the right moment? Or? Uh, actually, I'm, I'm already, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a, a, a disparate personality anyway, and I'm already doing other weird things. Disparate like, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Multifaceted. Yes, that's a beautiful, I like that. Like, I've been working with a horsemanship program oh. yeah, uh, yeah. for the past several years, I'm, and it's a natural horsemanship program, so I go out and I ride my horse, and I study that program, and I'm learning marketing, uh, mm-hmm. and have been doing their word-of-mouth marketing program, mm-hmm. and I'm also now working for Caesar Milan and managing his word-of-mouth program. He's the dog whisperer. And uh, so I'm learning a lot about marketing, which I am going to apply to my internet site, which I'm going to be doing video on, because what I see happening here, and uh, I I think this is sort of the good news, bad news of the strike, is hopefully this will encourage writers to become entrepreneurs, because this is truly, the internet is the death of the gatekeeper, if you think about it, from every creative perspective, because a musician, well, a musician now, a young musician doesn't need to... uh, don't need a record label. They don't need a record label. They don't need some radio station, which is all clear channel anyway now. Yeah. But they don't need anybody to give them permission to put their music out on the internet and see if they can find an audience. That's right. And we don't need Nielsen ratings to, to get a response. We have counters. You know, the, the, the internet will allow anybody to put it out there and be judged by the American people instead of getting killed by the development executives at NBC who have no fucking taste or 
the agents who or tell me focus that, groups yeah focus groups who you know god those people are all insane so it's the death of the gatekeeper i think is is what's happening of course the flip side is that with all that opportunity they need to be able to stand out and distinguish themselves mm-hmm. and find their audience which yeah. i would imagine would be tougher in us i mean obviously the upside of the gatekeepers is that they have the horsepower to do that if they feel like it. So. Well, you can still access the gatekeeper, though. You know, there's still always going to be big corporate entities who are going to want to support and control artists. I mean, that's been, you know, in the Renaissance. The, the, they were called patrons. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. There were still people producing art and buying and selling art, but there are also, you know, some some people with some big dollars to put out there and mm-hmm. support artists and own them. Right. You mentioned this before I did, but I mean, you know, as you said, having been through this before, it sounds like you've embraced the internet and uh, haven't seen it as something like, oh God, now I have to adapt myself to this. Oh, was, was it that way at first, or? Uh... I, I'm, I'm like longtime computer freak. Actually, when I worked on Saint Elsewhere, yeah. that was one of the first TV series to go from film to video editing. Really? Yeah, it was, and they did it in an experimental way, and they had to sort of quit because they couldn't get the sound to sync up right. Yeah. They had whole technical issues, yeah. so that was a long time ago. And I was the first person to use a dedicated word processor at MTM. They brought in that system because there weren't word processing programs and computers. We what was the on, name of the computer or the device? It, uh, it was NBI, and it was it was nothing but initials was the name of the company, and it was a it was you know just to jerk around IBM. And what was the software you used? There wasn't software. That's the thing. It was NBI dedicated word processor, and it was a, an eight and a half inch disc. Oh, and it was this oh. huge machine, you know, and you had to put in these huge discs to, you to boot up on the disc. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. And if you needed to change the, um, the 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 margins on a line, you had to do it one line at a time. Oh. So you couldn't go in and just change margins and it affect the whole page. So, yeah. But I started before that. I mean, I was like with, I went from the manual typewriter to the selectric typewriter to the memory typewriter to the dedicated word processor <laughs> to the computer with DOS. I know DOS. DOS. I love DOS. I know DOS. That does this crap. DOS is yeah. okay. Well, I'm a Mac girl now. I so, am too. Yeah. So, um, and then my son is a, a web designer. So I'm into any computer and internet stuff that I can get my hands on. I love technology. Yeah. And I just think it's a gift. That's fabulous. It sounds like uh, you primarily, I mean, I know that you've had some experience with Hour, but it sounds like you've also primarily worked in comedy. I'm both. Uh, You're both. Right split down the middle. Right split down the middle. Okay, so so you're a humanist. Yes. Um, But but as we were talking about with somebody else, you meet a lot of different kinds of writers out here that you wouldn't necessarily meet in your in your day to day. Uh huh. What's that been like for you? I mean, has it been edifying in any way? Uh, uh, Has it been you know what have you what have you observed? Talking to other kinds of writers that you don't know. You know, in the, um, the yay! <laughs> in the last year, I've been. That person is yeah. very, very, very supportive. Yes, <laughs> and we like that. Um, you know, it's it's always it's always nice to meet people. Period. That's something that I finally embraced. I was a big hermit for a long time. That's part of the reason I was a writer is because I didn't want to have to talk to people. But in the last year, because of the horsemanship program, I've been traveling all over the country and meeting people. Mm -hmm. So I've been having more fun just chit-chatting with people here. 
and giving them as much as I could information about, you know, here's how to set yourself up online. Here's places to go so that you can get little video things going. Here's stuff that you want to think about if you're going to set yourself up as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, really, a, 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 it's, it's, a, it's dynamite for writers right now. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can abuse the heck out of that mm-hmm. stuff and sure. still have successful careers in the, you know, quote-unquote regular business. Um, so that's the stuff I kind of talk about. Now, it's, you've made it clear how passionate you are about all of this. Now, how do you think this is going? I mean, do you think this is, do you feel like uh, we're getting anywhere? Do you feel like this is uh, inching along? Or uh, you know, how do you feel like it's going? You never know. I mean, it's really, it's like it's like trying to, to call who's the front runner in the presidency mm. right now. Right. It's like, you know, what's the point really? Right. Um, what we need to do is, is continue to say honestly that this is going fabulously, that I'm enjoying the heck out of this strike, and that the thing that makes me happiest is being out here on the line with other writers and saying fuck you to the producers and being as hardcore as I can possibly be and adamant about, you know, I will not give in and I will be here for as long as it takes and whatever it takes. That's great. So uh, what do you think was the most important invention, uh, the Internet or the printing press? Well, could you have had one without the... <laughs> could you have had the Internet without the printing press? I don't know. I guess you couldn't. Yeah, I, don't, I think... Uh, I, I, you know, the, to me, they're exactly the same tool. Because it's it's freedom of information. You know, the, the, sadly, we haven't, of course, used the internet or television mm-hmm. or the printing press mm-hmm. um, as effectively as we could have. You right. know, we should be giving away education left and right, and we're still not. Right. So you don't believe the medium is the message? Then it's whatever we. Uh, it's however you get it out there. That's you right. know, it's well, clearly, whatever you're implementing will be used effectively. You obviously know how to, you know, slot yourself into whatever uh, medium presents itself or whatever situation presents itself and then just make the most of it. Well, you know, I'm a writer. Bottom line, I'm a, I'm a storyteller. And, and so, and I, and I understand because of my family how really sick most people are. So I can write about that in an in a either painfully dramatic way or a painfully funny way. And wow. so, it, it, you know, it ultimately doesn't matter how you get it out there. If you're telling a story to a friend walking down the street, it's a story that you tell. If you happen to have a, a soundtrack that goes with it and there's cameras filming it, then it's a different kind of story. That's all. You know, I mean, it's the same story. It's just, it's just a, a different gift wrap, really, but the prize is all the same. The prize is all the same. That's true. Before we go, is there anything... Uh, I mean, we touched on this a little bit, but if there's one thing that people need to understand about this that maybe they don't and that you would like them to what is what would that be um you know i wish i knew the whole expression but it's basically uh the thing about uh, when they took poland and nobody said anything ah. <laughs> it's like they're they're coming for you if they break minute, us that, they're coming uh, for you is that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that is that the one somebody bows down yeah yes and yes. and you know it, it, and and I know a lot of members of the Writers Guild who were pissy about the uh, grocery worker strikers. Yeah. And, and I was like, guys, union is union is union. Yes. Union is union. And, and that's, we need to support every union. That's right. But can the internet be unionized? It doesn't need to be. That's the thing. Because the, one of the things that they were discussing at the Writers Guild Strike TV meeting was, does the WGA need to have authority over 
you know, if a writer writes and produces his own program, does it need to have jurisdiction over that? And it's like, well, we're kind of assuming that you're going to be a good boss to yourself. If you own it, you're going to do okay by yourself. Sure. So, the, you know, the Internet doesn't need to be unionized because it's already a democracy. And the, well, not even a democracy because it's just individual freedom, which goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. So you would not like to see it's that anarchy. Happen. That's my actually my favorite thing is anarchy. Right. Right, right, right. That's what I'm a big proponent of. Well, you seem you seem actually to embrace uh, both of those. I mean, you're obviously a union person, but uh, a little anarchy is good too, I suppose. She's a humanist. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And a Buddhist. And, <laughs> and a Buddhist. And all, all right. So, uh, listen. Thank you very much, Norma Safford Bella, uh, and. Uh, be looking forward to seeing whatever else you come up with before, during, or after all of this. Well, thank you. And, yeah, me uh, too. Thank you very much. This was fun. You don't mess with Norma Savage. <laughs> Not that's, online, that's yeah, right? <laughs> you have been listening to the Writer Strike Chronicles podcast. For more information, visit our blog at wgastrike2007.blogspot.com. 